Good morning and welcome to Victory Church. Today is our worship service number 160, October 20th, 2019. I'm going to invite you to please stand up. Let's give thanks to our good Lord. Father, we love you. We thank you for life. We thank you, Lord, that we are alive. What an awesome gift, Lord, the gift of life. Thank you, Lord, that we can speak, move, walk, hear, Enjoy life, Lord, because you are good to us. We love you with all of our hearts. Receive the songs, Lord, that we have for you today. In the name of Jesus, amen.
get ready to sing your hearts out loud. Watching people drive by T-Mac on the radio Got so much in your mind Nothing's really going right Looking for a ray of hope Whatever it is you may be going through I know he's not gonna let it get the best of you singing over me 
is crowned with green now. The Savior knelt to wash our feet. Now at His feet we bow. The one who wore our sin and shame now robed in majesty. The radiance of perfect love now shines for all to see. Your name, your name is victory. All praise will rise to Christ our King. Your name. Your name is victory. All praise will rise to Christ our King. The fear that held us now gives way to him who is our peace his final breath upon the cross is now alive in me your name your name is victory all praise will rise God has robbed the grave. 
because of you we have life because of you we are forgiven because of you we have hope because of you we are eternal because of you we are going to be in heaven forever because of you we are going to dwell in your presence because of you we have what we have because of you we are who we are because of you. We exist thanks to you. We have life because you are giving us life. And we have hope in you all the time, Lord. You give us everything, Lord. Father, you are so wonderful to us. This morning, Lord, all that we can say to you is thank you for all the wonderful things you are giving us, Lord. Thank you, Father, for the miracles in, in our lives. Thank you, Father, for your provision. Thank you, Lord, for the healing we are experiencing. Thank you, Father, for the restoration that you are doing in our lives. Thank you, Father, that we have one another here in our church, in our family. Thank you, Father, for our parents and grandparents. Thank you, Lord, for our spouses. Thank you, Lord, for our children and grandchildren. Thank you, Lord, for all our relatives. Thank you, Father, for our jobs. Thank you, Father, for our homes, for our vehicles, for our clothes. Thank you for the food you give us. Thank you, Father, for everything, Lord. You are wonderful to us, Lord. And you are so good to your people, Lord. You give us everything, Lord. Yes, Lord. You give me everything. You give me everything. You give me everything I need. You give me everything. You give me everything. You give me everything I need. 
when I can't see, you lead me, Lord. When I can't hear, you show me. When I can't stand, you carry me, Lord. When I am lost, you will find me. When I am weak, you are mighty. You are everything I need. It's in you, Lord, in you, my God. You give me everything. You give me everything. You give me everything. I everything, Lord. Everything. You give me everything. You give me everything. I I love you, Lord, with all of my heart. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I adore you, Lord. I adore you, God, my Lord. Thank you for loving me, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We receive your blessing. In Jesus' name, thank you. Experiencing the presence of God is something that we need to do. We have to. Because only then we will really understand what's in the afterlife. You know, out there in the presence of God, things are going to be so different. You will be surprised. The wonderful things he has for us in heaven. Oh, I just can't wait. I really can't wait to be there. I can't wait to be there. It's the best thing that we can ever experience, you know? The best thing to be in His presence. But while we are here, we all also worship our God through our contributions. And for our viewers, we invite you to go to the website, vchurch.us, and uh, you can give online. Also, you can do it through a text message. The phone number is 432-268-0007. Thank you for the time that you are investing watching this video from Victory Church. We hope that you will enjoy it. Change is the topic of today's message. Worship service number 160, October 20th, 2019. Change. Change. And for our viewers, we invite you to go to our website and download the bulletin so you can make your notes as well. All right. I will start uh, by giving you this definition. This sentence is very common and sometimes people just uh, hear it and they repeat that without understanding what is the meaning of that. The status quo is the existing state of affairs the way things are. Status quo. And everyone once in a while hears that sentence and has to do with change, of course. How many of us have lived that generational change? For instance, with music. You remember, at uh, some point, music was uh, in certain way, uh, instruments, rhythms, and, and suddenly the music changed and uh, to the point where we are right now. There are so many uh, styles that we are just in shock sometimes when we hear that kind of music. Clothing is the same thing, you know? Uh, 
the fabric, the kind of fabric. I, I personally love this kind of fabric right now that is very comfortable, that it stretches your pants or your shirts. <laughs> I think it's, it's a wonderful thing, those, those, uh, those things. Uh, shoes is the same thing. You know, some of you uh, wear shoes that are different from 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago. And sports is the same thing. In the Olympics, there are new sports. Uh, movies, what about movies? You know, we always say there are classics, but there are new movies and not all are bad. There are good new movies as well. What about hairstyles? Well, you know, some of us here in the church are surprised with someone, and I'm not going to say the name of this lady, but, you know, it's ways of communication. We have changed the way that we communicate, you know, mainly today is through text message. Ways of making money. You know, there are new ways of making money. That idea of working from home, you know, a time ago, that didn't exist. Everyone was like, what? So you are not working now? And now it's very common to hear people that they work from home. Actually, one of our members has a, a, a relative that is making a terrific amount of money working from home in Houston. It's possible. And uh, what about church's style? You know, church style, the church service have changed too. And you see different churches because everything is changing. What about furniture? Don't you love the new furniture styles? And some people say, no, I, I am okay with my chair. Don't change my chair. <laughs> I like my chair, my couch. I like it and don't, I don't want anything new. What about beds? Same thing. Appliances. It's amazing what you can do with the new appliances, washer and dryer, and you manage that from your phone. My goodness, you have an app to tell your washer when to start and what to do. I mean, it's amazing. What about cars? Yay. <laughs> yeah, you know, new cars with new things, new technology, etc. And entertainment is the same thing. We entertain ourselves in a different way. I, I was invited today to go, uh, to, to go shooting, you know, and, uh, and probably I'll go, you know. Hey. <laughs> You know, different kind of entertainment, different, different things that change. Now, what is what the young people say? You old people can't understand us. Now, honestly, we said the same thing. That's right. We said the same thing. We did. And you know what? Young people say, it's time for a change. It's time for a change. We want to change the status quo. Quo, cool in Latin. Okay, look at this picture. Well, no, they are not Tracy's feet. Who knows whose feet are those? Okay. No, not that. No, no, not mine. Tim. <laughs> you know, that's his his new style. You know. we gave him That's his new style. Look at the little ears. Because everything is changing, guys, and it's okay. We can we can change change too. Do you remember those phones? And then they change. You open now. It is a full screen there, and now a phone with three cameras. I mean, it's it's incredible the change in technology. So we know it's time for a change. We are changing, and it's a generational change. It, it's understandable. New generation come with a new thing, and it, and it's, it's normal. Young people say, I belong to the new thing. That's what they say. I belong to the new thing. 
We, we agree on that. It, is, it has to be a change. It's time for change. It is up to you which direction you choose. Correct? But it's time for a change. I agree on that. Young people say, I belong to the future. And they go a little bit farther. They say to us, I need to move to a new city. I need to move to a new state. I need to move to a new country. Because I want to define myself. But honestly, isn't it that what we said when we were young? That's what we said in our, in our years, in our 20s, we thought about that. And our parents said to us exactly what we say to our kids today. Well, change. <laughs> Go ahead. Not a problem with me. Go and change. Now, when you, talk, when you are thinking of the new generation, you know, we know there are many people that are young age-wise. But not necessarily they are new generation unless they fulfilled three characteristics. And I will tell you why. If they don't fulfill these three characteristics, they are not going to be a generation really. They are not going to procreate. They are not going to multiply. Because first of all, being independent is a person that can take care of his own expenses, right? Has his own house takes care of everything on his own, being responsible, and of course, take care of your own family and raise your own kids. I just love this about, about the, new, the new generation that they are so eager to criticize us for our hairstyle, for our clothing, for our socks, for our cars, for everything. You know, I say, go ahead. You have the right to think whatever you want about me and my generation. Now, you even can criticize me for the way that I raised my children. You can disagree with my style as a father. Go ahead. Now, when you become independent, when you become responsible, and when you take care of your own family, and especially when you raise your own kids, <laughs> then we will talk. <laughs> then we will talk. You know, the, the truth is, in order to take care of all these things, what we all need is money. Correct? We need money. And, and where that money comes from? If somebody is not working in a very well-established organization, that money is not going to last. We know that. And in order to get that money, of course, you need to get a job in, though, in one of those organizations, where there is uh, state organization, nonprofit, business, whatever. And you know what? There are three things that you will find in any of these organizations. Number one is there is leadership. In other words, somebody who has the authority and power to say yes or no. And what happens if we don't obey the leadership? Out. <laughs> Second thing, in any organization you will find a structure. There is a structure. There is a CEO or GM, president, whatever, and then there are managers and supervisors, and there is a structure. And of course, there are procedures. For young people that want to be independent and responsible and take care of their family, they need to understand that, that the only way that they will succeed really in life is when they learn to work within an organization, a very well-established organization. And therefore, you're going to find that you have to be 
you need to be willing to submit yourself to the authority of that organization, the leadership, the structure, and the procedures. That changes your way of, uh, of seeing life. You know, young people especially thinking, well, I'm, I'm, I belong to the future. I belong to a, to a new thing. I'm moving to a new city. You can go wherever you want. But I guarantee you this. If you don't understand this, you are not going to succeed in life. Simply, you won't. Now, responsible leaders listen to the rest in order to effectively preserve the organization. Whether it's a business or ministry or nonprofit, a responsible leader needs to hear the rest. What they think about the organization. What do they think about the business? Because when we don't pay attention to what customers are telling us or employees are telling us, or co-workers are telling us, partners, you know what will happen, right? Eventually, the organization is going to close doors. Responsible leaders listen. Now, Proverbs 11:14, section B, declares, victory is won through many advisors. But how is it that we can really win when we don't want to hear others or listen to others? The beginning of everything is by listening and paying attention. Proverbs 11:14. Victory is won through many advisors. Many advisors. It's so good that you have advisors that you reach out to people and say, "What do you think about this? What do you think about that?" Victory is won through that. Romans 12:2, section A says, "Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind." It's, it's about learning trying to understand the viewpoint of that person. What is exactly what this person is trying to say to me? And then we need to be willing to change. It's necessary. Proverbs 23, 22. This is a very powerful scripture as well. Listen and respect to your father and your mother. Without them, you would never have been born. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? So here we are, we see the new generation, people in their 20s and their 30s and even in their 40s thinking that they are invincible, that they can do whatever they want, that they just forget their parents. They just think, I don't care. He is too old, she is too old, all people cannot understand us. That's what they say. But the scripture says, listen and respect to your parents. It's so important. You know what is funny? The, the scripture gives us so many examples of that generational, the generational change. How, how the authority was transferred from one generation to the next. So let me take you quickly in this interesting journey about that change. It starts with the first example, which is the example of business people. The first one, Abraham. You know, the father of the faith, the father of the Jews, great business people. He received from God a revelation that he needed to move to another place where he will be blessed. You remember the story. He was in Ur, he needed to go to Canaan, the promised land. But down the line, he gets old, like all of us. <laughs> and eventually he needed to transfer that authority to somebody else. Who was that person? His son, Isaac. Now, here is the interesting part. 
Because in one point, Isaac became an adult. And like any other young adult was questioning his father. Like we did. Or you forgot that. No, don't forget that. We did that. We questioned our parents. And especially Isaac with Abraham. But that let me tell you something. I cannot do what you want me to do that, Isaac speaking to Abraham. I cannot do what you are asking me to do that because, uh, you know, I, I have problems with my personality. Okay, why is that? Well, that, you remember the day that you put me in that rock and you tied me up and you wanted to kill me? Uh, you know, I will never forget that knife. <laughs> Isaac, speaking with Jacob, right? Well, Jacob, you know the business and the family and this, and you will have control now of the whole operation and all that, and here and that. And, and Jacob is wondering the same thing, right? But that, you know, I have problems because you always like better my brother, you know? I was always the second one, and I didn't like that, you know, and I have problems with this. And, and Jacob and Joseph. Jacob has four women. Out of one of those women, there is Joseph. And Joseph now is about to take the leadership of the family, you know, and uh, you know what happened to him. So in the, in the business world, like happened here, there is a need to transfer the leadership to the next generation. We are talking about change. That's what we are speaking today here. Change. So for all of you that are involved in business, I want you to watch this. That Abraham needed to talk to Isaac about it. Isaac needed to talk to Jacob about it. And Jacob needed to talk to Joseph about it. But what happened after Joseph? They didn't hear. And what was the result? Disaster. They were slaves in Egypt. There was a plan of God. We understand that. But what you need to learn is this. If you have your business, if you are involved in business, in business remember, eventually, you need to transfer the leadership to somebody else. And you need to talk about it with those people. Ideally, your own family, but sometimes, you know, it's not like that. Now, that is in the business environment. What about political environment? People make an influence in the life of our communities. Here is Moses, for example, called by God to set the Israelites free from Egypt. And here is Moses leading the Israelites. He realizes, I'm too old for this. <laughs> I got to do something. And then he needs to find somebody. So he finds Joshua. And the conversation was similar. But Moses, why did you do this? Why do you want me to do this? And you know, in each generation, there are questions. There are questions. You know, it doesn't matter if you comb your hair this way or color your hair this way or you don't have a hair. You know, it really doesn't matter. You know? But as long as you are you as you have your 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 hair clean or your head clean, you know, it doesn't matter really. So it's normal that when we are talking about changes, you know, the next generation always will, will like a different thing, yeah. not doing it exactly the same. That's understandable. But the new generation needs to learn from the older ones. They need to. Now, in the religion aspect of life, 
We have the example here with Elijah and Elisha. Elijah is a prophet invested with power from God. But eventually he has to go. So he's thinking, who is going to assume the leadership here? So Elisha needed to be there. And whether they were similar and yet different, they needed to talk about those things because there is a need for a change. It's a need for a change. And in government, it's the same thing. King David was in control of the country, but he knew there was uh, a moment, there wasn't a moment where he needed to give the leadership to somebody else, his son, Solomon. And they had those conversations. You understand that? It is necessary to consider always the transfer of, of authority and the leadership. In ministry, it's the same thing. Barnabas saw that Paul was a good believer. He wanted to learn, so he trained him. But eventually, Paul did the same thing with Timothy. It happens in all environments, business, politics, government, religion, ministry, anywhere. Because it's time for a change. Isn't it true that we like to say that? I'm unhappy with the status quo, status quo, whatever you want to say. I'm unhappy with the way the things are right now. I want to change. It's time for a change. We agree on that. Now, for young people, I want you to remember that one day you will be old. You are thinking right now that we are old and you are young. You are the new face. There is a need for a change, and we agree on that. Just remember that in a few years, you will be the old one, and the next generation will be probably saying the same things to you or not depending how you approach the situation. Because we, mature, responsible people, are willing to make the changes in order to preserve our organizations. But we expect that those new people, new generation, will be able to listen and talk to us with respect. Because, young fella, one day you will be old. And the seed that you plant today, respecting or disrespecting your parents, you will harvest. Next stop, the future. <laughs> Correct? Let's move to the future. What are we going to do in the future? Well, whatever the Lord wants us to do, we will do. But here is one very important sentence that I want you to, to get it. Change the way of doing things, but keep the values, principles, and goals. It's okay to change as long as you keep the values, the principles, and the goals. So if we want to talk about it, let's talk about what are the goals or the main goal of a business. Because some people say, well, the goal of a business is make money. Well, yeah, that's the bottom line. But that cannot be the entire, whole, unique goal. Listen to this definition. The goal of a business should be to create and develop business opportunities to bring a what? Sustainable profit by what? By doing things according to moral values to guarantee the sake of our communities and citizens. It's not just to make money. We need to make money, but also in a very sustainable way, correct? But we have to do it according with moral values. Why? 
because we need to guarantee the sake of our communities and citizens. So that makes sense. That's the goal, it, regardless what the business is. Now, what is the goal of a family? The goal of a family should be to procreate and raise decent citizens for this world and the next generation. The goal of the family is not just to have fun. It's not just that, of course. And we understand that there are couples that they, they will never be able to have their own children. We understand that. But that doesn't mean that they cannot be part of the concept of procreating and raising decent citizens for this world and next generation. If somebody doesn't have a kid, can participate and help other families right. in doing that. Because that is the main goal of a family. What happens if we stop having kids? <laughs> That's it. Disaster. So we need to continue procreating and raising those kids, but they need to be raised in a decent way, preparing them for the world and the next generation. That's the goal of a family. What is the goal of a church? The goal of the church should be to train disciples to be able to continue proclaiming the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ until he returns for his church. Basically, is that it? We need to continue training people so they can continue proclaiming the good news. Until when? Until the Lord Jesus comes back. That is the main goal of the church. And what is the main goal of a government? is to provide a secure environment for the growth of our citizen, uh, citizens and our economy. Provide a secure environment for the growth of our citizens, our cities, and our economy. That should be the goal. How do we do things? Well, we can talk about it, but we need to keep the goals and the values. The three main values that we should keep, number one, the integrity of human beings. When it's about business, my friends, that is something that we need to keep in mind. Whoever gets this great idea of making money in such a way, yes, as long as you keep the integrity of human beings. That's important. And what about the goal of a church? Well, we need to continue speaking the truth in love. It should be a value in the church. Let's talk about the things, but let's talk about it with love. And what about the other aspects in life? Well, important value, respect everyone. Do you feel that you respect everybody? That, that should be you. Regardless, where, where are you involved doing what? Your respect for everyone especially new generation, right? New generation trying to bring the change. Remember these values, integrity of human beings, speaking the truth in love and respecting everyone. We are okay with whatever changes you want to make as long as you keep those values and also you keep the right principles. Principle number one, do what is right. Whatever is what we do, we need to do what is right. And we all know what is right. Because when we don't do what is right, we just feel it in our hearts. This is not right. I'm not comfortable by doing this. Do what is right. Do not abuse anyone. In government, in business, in ministry, in family, do not abuse 
anyone, and especially appreciate what we have. When you learn to appreciate what you have, your life is going to be much better. It's going to be much better because you just give thanks to God constantly for everything you have. You appreciate the people around you, and then you're going to be nice and grateful. You appreciate your things, you're going to take good care of those things. Certainly, it's a time for a change. Do we want to change? Yes. Do we support change? Yes, absolutely. We support change. Change the way of doing things, but keep the values, principles, and goals. That's the key. It doesn't matter what kind of hairstyle you have or what kind of music you hear or, you know, your shirt, your pants, your shoes, your car. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You, you can change the way you do things, but keep the values, the principles, and the goals. But I want to close this message reading to you this passage of the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 5, and then first verses 7 and 8. I am the vine, and you are the branches. If you stay joined to me, and I to you, you will produce plenty of fruit. But separated from me, you won't be able to do anything. Stay joined together with me and follow my teachings. If you do this, you can ask for anything you want, and it will be given to you. Show that you are my followers by producing much fruit. This will bring honor to God. It's all about being one with the Lord Jesus. How do we do things, guys? Everyone cooks his beans his own way. You cook your pasta your way. You bake your pie your way. By the way, last night I baked my first pie in my life. And it was great. Tracy helped me, and she oversee me when I was doing that. And then she said, no, do this, do that. And I invite you if you want to get a piece of it. It's delicious. <laughs> a fruit pie. Yeah. Kind of fruit. Everything. All kind of fruits. <laughs> Guys, whatever you do, you are going to do it your way. Right. It's okay. As long as you keep the values, the principles, and the goals. And one important thing you keep together, join with the Lord Jesus Christ. Young people, I want you to understand this. You think you will succeed in life because you are smart and you know certain things in life? You know nothing yet. The only way you will succeed is when you are joined with the Lord Jesus Christ. His word is true. And it's going to be proven to you that you were wrong if you are not joined with the Lord Jesus Christ. It's just a matter of time. When that happens, remember that today you hated me for telling you that. And then think, maybe that guy was right. Because the word of God is true. Separating from God, from the Lord Jesus Christ, we won't be able to do anything. And it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. Now, get this, friends. Because now, now let's talk about us, the church. 
If we are joined with the Lord Jesus Christ, what is what the, Lord, the scripture says? Stay joined together with me and what? And follow my teachings. In other words, what? Do what I say, says the Lord. If you do this, what? You can ask for anything you want. And it will be given to you. So that is an interesting thing to make us think. If I am not getting what I am asking, is it possible that I am not following his teachings? And if that is the case, what is exactly what I am not doing right? What, is, what are those teachings that I am not following? That is the question that we, the church, should ask ourselves. Because it says, if you are my followers, you will, be, you will show much fruit. Much fruit. And whatever you do, whatever you do, take your time to reflect on your life and what you do. And ask the Lord. Take your time. Listen what I'm saying. Please listen what I am saying. Take your time to reflect on what you do. And you say, Lord, show me. What, what can I improve here? What, what do you want me to do? How can I get these things better? How can I improve myself in this area? What do you want me to change, Lord? That is so important that you need to ask yourself. You do that, and you know what is going to happen? The Lord is going to show you a new thing, and a new thing, and a new thing. Because you will produce much fruit. Listen, it doesn't say, and you are going to become wealthy. It doesn't say that. So get rid of that idea, I need to be rich. That's not the goal in life. It says that you will produce much fruit. So what is the fruit you are producing? That is the question you need to ask yourself. Mm -hmm. What kind of fruit am I producing? First of all, with my character, with my relationships. Where I go, I bring sweetness. Or where I go, I bring bitterness. Are you an acid person? <laughs> or are you a sweet person? Or a bitter person? What kind of person are you? What kind of fruit? Are you producing? Listen, if you are close to the Lord and you follow his teachings, you will produce much fruit. And the best part of that is that this will bring honor to God, which should be the final goal of our lives. Whatever we do, it must be to bring glory to God, not to ourselves. To God be the glory. Amen. To God be the glory for what we are doing. Thank you, Lord. We want to praise you for what we are doing. Whatever is what you do. However, maybe you, friend of mine that is watching, you don't have a personal relationship with God. And that is the beginning of everything. Come on, give your heart to the Lord. Surrender to his authority. Stop fighting with God. Stop fighting and pray. Open your heart. There is a prayer here in the screen. Say it with me. Dear God, I really want to change. Could you please help me? I need to be right with you. Please, Lord, forgive me for all my sins. 
I know that Jesus paid the price for my salvation. I open my heart to you, Lord. Please help me, Lord, to become the person you want me to be. In the name of Jesus. Amen. As simple as that, the presence of God comes upon your heart and makes you free of guilt. No more guilt. You are forgiven. You are loved. Breathe in and out and say with me, ah, this is good. This is good. And say now with me, I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. Therefore, I can also declare my life is going to be great and blessed this year, 2019. Friends, thank you for coming up to church. You are blessed in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a beautiful weekend. Amen. We appreciate so much your time invested with Victory Church in Odessa, Texas.